All right, welcome to the show. This is episode 22, uh, Kayla, Kayla, Lena. Uh, my name is Eli. Uh, I didn't mess that up. That's awesome. And uh, we, um, so this is kind of unofficially our one year anniversary show. Uh, our first episode premiered uh, September 29th of last year, and this one will air the 24th. Third, 22nd, I think. I don't know. I don't know when it's going to air. But uh, <laughs> we won't be recording when our actual anniversary is. So this is kind of the unofficial um, anniversary show. So congrats to you guys. It goes by so yeah. quick. It does. Does yeah. anyone have a, a favorite moment so far or a favorite episode? Oh, man. It's a good Ooh. question. All of them. You guys are just <laughs> a treat. I can't, to work I can't with. go so I far and say all of them. I, I, I can't, can't can't go quite that far. But um. oh, there's so many good ones. I'm gonna go with the episode that we had the privilege to um, talk to David. Oh, that was mm. so fun. I was, think that that was really special. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's been really cool to see that continue to take off. And it's on Shutter now, in case you didn't know, Terrifier. Um, every time I or see someone Netflix. post about it, I you say, hey, we, we interviewed him. Go listen to the episode. You know, like we, yeah. we're really <laughs> yeah. excited yeah. about you that. Mean, yeah, you mean it's on Netflix. What did I say? You said Shutter. Ah. Oh, yeah, right. Shutter's got to get it together and right. get fire on. It's funny yeah. because I, yeah, I thought originally when it was released, I thought it was on both. And then when I was looking for it on Shutter, it was it was only on Netflix. So, yes. so I know. Yeah. It keeps popping up on my Netflix. Even though I've already watched it, of course, it's like watch it again. And it keeps popping up and I just see that face and I'm like, I know. I think it was on Trending. Yeah, it's been on trending and everything too, and it keeps popping up. And I'm like, I know that that man is super nice and real, yeah. <laughs> yes, and not at all this terrifying. But it always creeps me out. <laughs> yes, like, but he's so nice. Um, uh, I have to say that um, Lania Quigley is one of my favorites because she was so so sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's just been awesome to interview all these people that we've been lucky that they've been so awesome. Yeah, that was, and everybody is so cool. And of course you kind of know that from horror people are just, I feel like as a general rule, pretty cool anyway, but everybody's been super nice to talk to us and we're, you know, we're just like little fans just, and we're like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Get to talk to Joe Bob, Joe Bob, uh, Eli's crush like on him, freaking out. I know mm-hmm. <laughs> that I that one married. all got a crush on him. <laughs> that one might be my favorite, just because you know, growing up, it was he was just. I think it was just one of those where when you're younger, like for me, I was, I guess, my teens or whatever, and you're just like this cool Texas dude drinking beer, watching horror movies like, Oh, so I can do this as an adult. Like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I want to be an adult. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like, he was the, you know, he was the connection to the adult world, uh, you know, and, it, but he was still just doing cool shit, you know, and it was, um, just, you know, kind of a glimpse into your future. Like, Oh, well you can still do the things you love as an adult. Um, even if they're 
strange. So, um, <laughs> and get to drink beer legally while you're doing it. You can yeah. go buy your own beer mm-hmm. and then sit there and enjoy it and not have to fret about hiding it Mm-mm. or anything like that. And it's if you great. get to his level, someone probably buys it and brings it to him. That's so true. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. We can all dream. <laughs> Someone brings us our beers. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's been very fun so far. We've been very lucky. Our first interview was Michael Berriman, so just right out of the gate. You know, heavy hitter and oh yeah, um, and oh, he was so interesting. He was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so smart. now Eli, don't brag too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not MJF or anything, but I mean, you know, we've we've done okay for ourselves. There it is. There's our there's our uh, notch on our, <laughs> our wrestling <laughs> reference. Uh, when we people ask about the in. show, I say we talk about horror and wrestling. Like we always mention wrestling. So <laughs> Lena was talking about Hell in the Cell before we got on, and and I think we uh, incorporate that into the logo somehow. Maybe no. <laughs> that could be coming well, down the pipe. That, that oh, might be already cool. happening. Yeah. Okay, might be. So, I'm into it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been very. You know, I, I think I speak for all of us. Uh, you know, it's from. You know all of our Facebook followers, and, and you know we just we just hit like ten thousand followers on Instagram, and um, way 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 below that on Twitter. We need to pick up that uh, slack, but um, you know just just being able to interact, and I think Kayla just said it best. I mean we're all just fans. I mean we like stuff. Um, you know when I initially started asking the girls to do this, I. I didn't think they would say yes. I, I you know, I was kind of apprehensive, but that was kind of my pitch. Like, I, I, I just want to talk about hard. Do you want to do it? And, you know, I'll try to just have it to where you just have to show up and talk. And, you know, that's kind of how the format's been so far. And, um, and that's really what it is. So like when we do, you know, these posts on Instagram, like what's your favorite, blah, blah, blah. Or what do you think of this? Like, we really want to know. Cause like we are fans just doing this, you know what I mean? Like we're not, we're not corporate entities backed by huge studios or anything. I mean, you know, I'm in my office and Kayla's in New York and <laughs> the other KB's in her apartment and Lena's at her apartment. And we're all just, you know, we're just normal people that like this stuff. So it's been really cool yes. to, to kind of see it's kind of slowly building into something. So, um, so yeah. So if you, Follow us on Instagram or uh, Facebook or listen to the shows or whatever. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, So we don't have a lot of new stuff. We're kind of early this month. um, So we don't know all the streaming stuff that's going to hit for October. Um, We are also going to be bringing back our uh, Halloween movie list for October. And we're trying to do it to where... um, so you know if it was listed on last year's list we're not going to repeat it and i think we're going to kayla i think we decided we're just going to do the the one list right we're just going to do we're not going to have like an r-rated and a kids i think we're just going to do because we we killed it with the kids list last year honestly and not only do i mean like we did an awesome job but i think we also got pretty much all of the kid that's pretty much <laughs> right there's not a lot to choose from yeah there's there's not and uh i think we got like all the best ones last year and i'm sure there's a few but maybe not enough to fill up 31 days so we're just gonna make a big 
pile of just one list and make it awesome. Yeah. And, um, and I think this year we're all busier too. So I think that's playing a part in it. So, but, um, but anyway, so we've got that coming again. Um, so we don't really have a lot to talk about as far as new stuff goes. So I think we're just going to go right into the fun facts with Lena. Facts of the week. Okay, take it away, Lena. Thank you, Eli. As all of you know, fall is right around the corner, uh, which is actually this coming Saturday. It's also Oktoberfest for all you beer lovers out there. Um, (laughs) But my fun facts today are about one of my favorite things about the season, and it's already begun. That's right. Grab your Han Solo vest and knock off your Ugg boots. Pumpkin spice lattes, y'all. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm, my fun facts are about just pumpkin spice in general. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> yes. Where my ba- basic witch is at. <laughs> right here. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. Yeah. I'm gonna be I'm the mark that. yelling garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are, I love it. Y'all are trash. Y'all are stuff. I love it. <laughs> so, pumpkin spice products are an all-time high, you guys. And they have gone well beyond the usual suspects of pumpkin bread, coffees, and creamers, which I indulge in. I had coffee, spice, creamer in my coffee this morning. Um, but here are some other products that you might not know about. So, brace yourself because they're kind of crazy. Uh, dog food. That is the fastest rising pumpkin what? spice flavor. Yes. Would oh I buy that God. for Pliny? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, though, so I'm going to seek it out now. Um, toothpaste, salsa, gum. Uh, Pringles has a, a, a flavor. Butter, which I have used, and I'm not a huge fan. Mm. Um, wax for your mustache. And whey protein for all my weightlifting bros out there. Those are all real. And you can find them on Amazon, by the way, if you're interested. Um, and it has gotten so crazy, there's even a pumpkin spice de- debunking effort going on. Um, false reported products include toilet paper, condoms, uh, <laughs> <laughs> cola, nasal spray, what? And bologna. Pumpkin spice bologna. Pumpkin spice bologna. Yeah, I saw a picture of that today. And what? I got, I what kind of white girl created that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk really trashy? We can oh. get pretty trashy. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> We're all um, pretty country enough up in here. We are. So. We are. Really <laughs> right. I love me some fried bologna, but I don't know about pumpkin spice bologna. <laughs> no, that's um, true. So as of last, this I saw this online, as of last August 25th to this past August 25th, $488 million has been spent on pumpkin spice flavored products. Jeez. Okay, and Lena, how much do you estimate that you and I have spent? Oh, out of that it, number. <laughs> so <laughs> I, did, I had to close at work tonight. I did go get a pumpkin spice at Starbucks over by my work. Gotta That's my it. treat. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. And I've got my candle lit right now. So 
Not dog. Oh, I, I, I will take a pumpkin spice candle all day. Oh, that yeah. That's my category. Yes. yes. I love it. Um, this is my last fun fact because this is for real. And if you really love pumpkin spice, here's a Halloween costume idea for you. Pumpkin Spice Girl, the sixth forgotten member of the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's amazing. That's yeah. a great one. I yes. think I already have that outfit in my closet <laughs> where I can totally, like, pull that off. I love it. Yes. It's I'm all gonna, sales. I'm going to expect that. All of our <laughs> listeners are now going to expect that, so I need you to make gonna, a commitment. Yeah, I'm going to do it. It won't be a big commitment, so it's pretty easy to pull off. Right. I did have a friend, uh, I don't know if it was, I think it was a few years ago, she dressed as like a pumpkin spice latte, and she had the Ugg boots on, and it was super cute. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, speaking of, uh, now, do you guys know what you're going to be for Halloween yet? Is it too early to think about it? What do you think? I, I, I knew what I was going to be November 1st of last year. <laughs> I love Fair it. Enough. Um, mm. it's going to be hard to top your costume from last yeah, year. Yeah. Well, last right. year would be awesome. That, I don't that, know if that'll ever happen. That picture was like my most liked picture on Instagram and you know, whatever. Um, so I wasn't, I mean, naturally. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't really trying to break the internet, but I did. So, um, this year I'm, I'm trying to like go viral. So (laughs) I'm kind of like, I'll probably tell y'all once we get off the air, but, um, uh, I, I got, a major piece of it ordered. Um, it's actually, I think it'll be here tomorrow. Um, viral. And yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be really, really good. So anyways, does any, I mean, is anybody else like not as secretive as me? Uh, I mean, I've got um, ideas, but I don't know. I know KB's going to be yeah, on the reins again, but, um, Oh yeah. You know me. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. Was it was, wait, I think, well, I think you're going to be Nikki. The big year, right? dog. Nikki. <laughs> Nikki yeah. The big dog. No, I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween. I've got a couple of ideas um, that I'm going to coordinate with my husband, but I don't think that we've actually settled on anything definitively yet. So I've got time. Yes. Yeah. There's some time. I have, to, yeah. I have to have two because, like, at Monsters Ball, I can't, like, the – the one I was just raving about, I can't wear that and play guitar at the same time. So, oh, um, interesting. So, <laughs> for that one, I think I'm going to be David S. Pumpkins and just wear the suit. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the perfect opportunity to wear that suit. It really is. <laughs> you have to do it, yeah. It really is. Um, but then we have to find a way to have a, some kind of costume setting where I can wear the big dog. So, mm, That's uh, true. Man, Halloween costumes are so it's so it's so much fun and I'm going to miss working at a school this time around because last year working in a school and the kids like made their own costumes and I mean there were about a billion Rick and Mortys but there were also like <laughs> the kids in the book club that I ran dressed up as the characters from Doctor Who and they like homemade their costumes and it was amazing. And it's, you know, I'm hoping we get some trick or treaters this year at least so I can get like my fill of yeah. 
like awesome, you know, kid invention costumes because they're pretty creative. But yeah, not a lot of like bloody stuff at school though. So not a lot of horror <sighs> shenanigans, which was unfortunate. But maybe mm-hmm. maybe you'll have some freaky trick or treaters this year. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to decide between a few costumes. Like one of my first ideas for my husband and I was uh, the Frog Brothers from the Lost Boys. Oh, cute! I feel like that, be so that is really that'd cute. That's adorable. But since I'm thinking about it, my mom she got me a Happy Lana Day shirt, of course. Oh my god! So I'm trying to it. see if Ben will be Rusev. Oh my god! <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing, for, especially for a Monsters Ball? I will lose yeah. my mind if you have a wrestling, uh, you have yeah, a wrestling I, costume. I would That's have to have fun, good. like a little leather skirt, maybe. I don't know. Still working on it. Maybe if, if I run into her in Nashville. And a fake ponytail. <laughs> yes. Big, long, blonde oh, ponytail. Yes. <laughs> I'm here for this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think, I think ideas. Ben, I think Ben could pull off it. Rusev. <laughs> I love it. I, I fully support you. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you don't, I th- KB and Lena could be uh, Wayne and Garth. Oh, right. oh that's yeah. always a I good have one. Done that. I have done that in the past. Oh, that's so fun. That's such a, I that's did a, that with a, a coworker, uh, a blonde coworker, like several years ago. And, uh, and we were Wayne and Garth. I'll have to to pull out that picture. Yes. Oh, that sounds awesome. It's always a fun time. Um. Well, cool. Do we want to? Do we want to get into it? Yeah. I, I mean, I believe we're ready. I think I that's so what we're ready. here for, right? Yeah, I've been ready since I was like five for this conversation. I've been, I've, I've been saying. Um, I've been saying like Jump Street a lot lately. Like I've been ready since Jump Street, and like I don't really know <laughs> what that means, but I've just been saying. My name, my name, thing. Jeff. Yes, yeah. Classic. I love that. Just, I think I screamed in the theater I, when he said, <laughs> "Y'all, I just watched those movies for the first time like last week, so this is still very fresh." Fresh. I love so, it. so oh. I told my husband that I just catch myself walking around, and every once in a while, I'll stop. And say, my name's Jeff. <laughs> For no reason. No lead up. No nothing. It just comes out of me. So <laughs> my life was changed with those movies. I think that was the first time where I realized that, like, because at that point, Channing Tatum was just, like, to me, this kind of meathead. Like, he's he so funny. And he's so funny. Oh, my he God. He's so funny. <laughs> he's so hilarious. They knew how to use him perfectly in that movie, though. It's so good. Yeah. I, that's honestly <laughs> one of the funniest things I think I've ever, ever I mean, witnessed. Okay. After this conversation, I'm just going to go watch that one scene on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Uh, we got off track, but I just had to. <laughs> I had to say it. It was too good. We're we're ready since Jump Street. <laughs> yeah, I don't. 
I don't know. I think that I think the second one was better than the first one. Um, You're crazy. I, I mean, it was hilarious, but it wasn't as funny as the first one was. Uh, <laughs> and also, I think the first one, I was expecting it to be kind of awful, but then like, it was so happy. It was just like the best thing ever. <laughs> it really, it, it really like, was. I don't think it, I was just so surprised about how wonderful it was. <laughs> so good. They're talking about doing a. Uh, I don't know how it's going to work, but a 20, 21 Jump Street and a Men in Black crossover. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I mean, sure. I just want them, you know, at the end of the second one where they just have all of the different sequels that keep coming. I want yeah. them to make all of those. Just yeah. do all of them. I'm, I would watch all of them. I'm not on mute anymore. Here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, am I talking to myself? Okay. Anyways, yeah, so we, got, got we got off track a little bit, but that's fine. That's what we do. <laughs> that's okay. um, but yeah, things happen. We're, we're ready. So yeah, yeah. So this week, um, our topic is going to be. Yeah, so this week we are going to discuss what we are calling, um, I don't know, PG horror or kids horror. And um, I think I've mentioned this on one of the other episodes, or maybe I just talked to the girls off the show. I don't remember. I I remember vocalizing that, though. Um, One of the things I like about, especially Halloween, um, is uh, kind of the, the kid version and then, you know, you have the horror, the gory stuff. So, um, like, KB's going to Orlando next month, and that's just a perfect example. Um, Disney has Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and then Universal has the ha- Halloween Horror Nights, so you kind of get that PG stuff, and then you can get the R, you know, gory, bloody stuff. And so mm. I've, I've always liked the, the both sides of, of the season. And um, so some of this stuff, I mean, I guess you could also call it gateway um, horror, you know, it's kind of, and it's the first thing I mentioned a while ago was Scooby-Doo. I think we all watched Scooby-Doo and, um, I mean, that show, I mean, it was all just ghosts and monsters and, um, even somebody, I think on Tumblr basically just took all the characters out and just posted all of the background art. And I mean, like, it is just unbelievable. Like the castles and the haunted houses mm-hmm, and the woods mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, it's just, I, I don't think I always re- remember like the mist, the way like yeah. the mist looked in the episodes was always so good. Yeah. And I, you know, and it's crazy because I think it, I think Scooby-Doo just celebrated its 49th anniversary. It's almost 50 years old now. So I think a lot of us, Maybe. by the time it got to us, it was already 20 and 30 years old. So I think we, mm-hmm. I think we might've taken that one for granted. So, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so I think it's just kind of, we're kind of exploring the, um, you know, less gory, less bloody side of things, uh, more, you know, more frights, I guess, and more, um, and this covers a lot of things. I think, you know, like I just mentioned a cartoon. I think we're, we've got some TV shows mentioned. I think we have movies and some books and stuff like that. So I think it kind of covers all media, you know, as far as that goes. So, um, so that's the topic we've decided on. So who wants to get started? Well, I think we were talking about 
kind of starting off with stuff that we remember growing up with. And uh, I'm a child of the 90s. I was born in 87. So um, the 90s was a really huge time, as we know, for kid horror. It was just a really big trend um, at the time. And I remember going to like I was already like a creepy kid and liked scary stuff all the time. So it was like perfect timing for our little like horror brains to just be in this soup of like kid appropriate horror, which I think is perfect. Kids grow up and you have no control over anything that happens in your life. And the world is scary and changes all the time without your knowledge or consent. And I think for kids like horror is really important and I'm glad that we kind of grew up at a time where it was where it was important and it was like valued um it was on tv all the time and I could go to the book fair and buy all the goosebumps books that I wanted (laughs) and um I just think it was really important for us as we were growing up to become horror fans that we are now I think that's why you see a big resurgence of um horror now or a big value placed on horrors because the kids who grew up that time are now becoming adults and making movies and TV shows and putting that stuff in there that we like. So I think that that's kind of the, um, resurgence of where we're getting a lot of horror stuff today too. Um, so I just wanted to say that too, but I know that we all kind of have similar touchstones like goosebumps was a really big deal for me. Um, even more so, Are You Afraid of the Dark, I think, was my biggest favorite thing as a kid um, because of the storytelling aspect of it. Like the kids, you know, that starts off in a frame, right? So you've got the kids around the campfire telling a story um, and that comes back to the kids at the end. And I just, I don't know, I really liked that aspect of it, that the kids were telling the stories themselves and not just like having stuff happen to them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> like I, they were, I think like they were making it up. I think we've talked about this. Does anyone have a, favorite yeah, I watch them episode? now and I'm like, it still scares me to death. And I feel like there's nothing like that out there now for kids that were my age watching that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. A hundred percent. There's, there's like not like, I think about the stuff for kids now. And like, I think about there's some cartoons that are kind of creepy, but I feel like, the people who watch them aren't little kids. Like they're high right. schoolers or adults. It's, yeah. it's, it's very strange. It's different. I have like coworkers who, whose kids are like nine and 10, which I would have been around that age when Are You Afraid of the Dark was out. And they think that Hocus Pocus is scary. They think Harry yeah. Potter is scary. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I know they're scared of a lot of stuff. And I, I don't know if it's because parents are more protective or if it's just not the thing anymore. I don't know. Or like if it's the just children are wimps. Or if the kids are wimpy now. Pretty wimpy kids. It's crazy. So. Like I feel like I've been conditioned and here I am today. Like, you know, I, I love all the scary stuff and whatnot, but children now, they don't even know. I know. I <laughs> mean, I yeah, like- I think we, we growing up when we did, we had our fair share of, of the lighthearted stuff. Um, but you know, we were talking about earlier, one movie in particular, um, the witches was terrifying mm-hmm. and it yeah. was absolutely a kid's movie. It was pandered to kids mm-hmm. and it, 
it to this day, it I, I, I honestly don't know if I can even watch it because it freaks me out so much. And I don't know if it's just because I'm so scarred from when I was a kid because it came out, <laughs> came out in 1990. Right. I was born in 87 as well. So, like, you know, by the time I saw it, I was pretty young. And that was one of the most – it was just – I can't even describe it because it's not, it's not gory. It's not, uh, necessarily traditionally scary, but something about it just makes you really just petrified. Yeah. I think it's not uncomfortable. I think the makeup plays a part in it too. Like, yeah, the makeup, like, like when she sheds her skin, like it is so convincing. Right. And yeah. she's like so, and she's so beautiful in real life too. Yeah. And I think like seeing her, who's like beautiful and very like statuesque kind of person, transformed to this, it's like what? <laughs> it's um, crazy. I, the way, the best way that I can actually compare it is, you can watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and it's this beautiful movie, and all of this beautiful, fantastic stuff happens. But when they go in that tunnel. Oh. You you feel fear. Oh, yeah. And you don't know yeah. why because it's surrounded by all of this other, like, fantastic stuff. But that little part of that movie, you're scared. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what's going on. And it's not that you're uncomfortable. It's just like this just got... This took a really, really quick turn, and now I'm nervous. That's yeah. how the witches is for me. Yeah, it's like a you anticipate like the whole time. It's like building like something here is weird, and this is some place or it's a situation that we've never seen before. And like, what's right. gonna happen? And it starts off like really cute, but you can kind of get the sense that like something's off, and it's. You know, it's that's, not just because. Yeah, it's just something. That's off. a good. Yeah, that's a good word to use. Is off. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like something. Something's not right. What's going on underneath it? Have you guys ever seen the movie Babes in Toyland? With Keanu Reeves. Yes. Wait. Yes. Yes. That movie is scary. Uh, I think I remember is, that being. Something yeah. is off in that movie. Uh, there's another one that's called Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. <gasps> that movie freaks me out. <laughs> something about mo- movies like that, uh, something's wrong with these movies. Yeah. Somebody made this movie, made these movies, and something was not right with this person. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen, there are a lot of kids' movies like that, but they're not, they're not scary. It's just like, was this person possessed by a, a, the devil when they did right. this? Or am I supposed to like play this backwards in order to get some sort of weird <laughs> message? Yes. Like what's wrong with this movie? It's just and, weird. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. all at the same time, you know, when we were kids, goosebumps came out and goosebumps was also very scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the haunted mask. Do y'all remember that episode? Yes. yes. <gasps> so great. It still breaks me out. I I just and Goosebumps is so interesting too because it's not like it's not scary in a way 
like now as an adult, I think of stuff being scary. Like it is very kid stuff. Like it's, yeah. it's a haunted mask. It's not like, Oh, my parents are depressed or anything like super serious. Right. Um, it's always like, it's just like kid stuff. And it, it's like fun, which I think mm-hmm. is a big part of some kid whore, not all of it, but it's just like this thing where you're like, I'm scared, but I'm also having fun. Like I'm enjoying yeah. feeling this way. And I think that that's, you know, there's some kid, kid stuff whore that just makes you feel like weird and icky. And that's like a kind of interesting feeling, but then there's like, I'm just having a blast and I'm scared. And I think that's builds a fun association for, you know, future horror fans. I think yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's fun to be scared. I think um, before we get away from it too far, does does anybody have a favorite episode of like Are You Afraid of the Dark, or do you have one that stands out? Like oh I re- I remember yes. like the very first one I ever saw, and it's still one of my favorites. Um, so does anybody have one? Uh, I made, yes, I made a, a small list, but I, I, I did too. Like, <laughs> oh my god, do I did not make. I did my, not make me and KB did three. not. We did not. Uh, make I have I have several that I. Because I kept, like, scrolling through, like, lists and being like, oh, yeah, I love that one. <laughs> it was so scary. And, like, remembering what so it was. Let me let me tell you guys, though, why I did not I did not have a list. I was a wimpy kid. Oh. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I have two reasons. One, when I went into the, like, the video store, like, the VHS store, like your local VHS store, not even a blockbuster when I was a kid. The greatest place on earth, yeah. 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 Right. The guy guy that worked at my VHS store was a dick. He he hated children, and he was just a grade A piece of trash. So every time I would go in to this fucking video store with my parents, he would try and trick me into going into the horror movie aisle (laughs) just to make me cry. And and there were, there were several times when I, you know, I did cry, but the thing about this is I'm 31 years old and I still remember this. Mm. I remember being scared to go in to the video store because I was going to see Chucky or I was going to see <laughs> scary, scary pictures because this guy was going to try and lead me into this. <laughs> like, what a jerk. So, Such so a one, jerk. One, number one, fuck that guy. Yeah. Two, I'm glad that I got, I got over it. But as a kid... I was really, I was not into it. I was not one of those kids that really watched Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark that heavily. And the second reason why I don't have a list is because the very, very first Goosebumps episode is the most terrifying episode ever created. And I can't watch that show. I can't even go back at 30, <laughs> you know, at 31 years old and rewatch this show because I... I tried to watch the first episode a couple of years ago and I started crying. Oh, oh no. I have a real, I have a really bad bug phobia. So yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. if I, 
I, I, I didn't know. And it's just within the first five minutes that some really bad stuff happens. <laughs> and then I like, I just can't. So I have no list. Um, I remember <laughs> the mask episode and I remember <laughs> reading that book and that's all I've got to say about goosebumps. Oh man. My, uh, my great aunt used to mail us a Halloween package every year when we were kids and it was just like full of just goodies and candy and stuff. And she would always send to goosebumps VHSs. And my brothers and I would be like, yes. And we would just watch this video over and over again. We were like obsessed with the goosebumps. <laughs> we loved it so much. Um, I don't really know if I have a favorite goosebumps episode, but are you afraid of the dark? My favorite is the one, um, where the girl turns into a porcelain doll in like the creepy dollhouse and the dollhouse, like she gets inside of the dollhouse to try to find her friend. Her friend's already turned into a doll and then she's trying to find a way for them to get out. And it keeps like closing up on her. And I always find that really creepy. Like I love the book house of leaves because like there's new doors and windows like popping up all the time. And that sort of thing always freaks me out still now. So I think that's where that kicked off. But I thought the episode was so scary. And I think it's because they were like girls and I had a dollhouse too. And, you know, and it just seemed like a little bit too real. I could get trapped in my dollhouse (laughs) at any point in time. Yeah, I thought that one was really scary. Yes. Um, I made my top three favorites. Are you afraid of the darks? Cause I still watch these today. Um, Number three, coming in at number three, is The Tale of the Night Shift. And you oh, guys, tell, tell me if yes. you've seen these. It's the yeah. vampire one, right? Yes, yes. I love that one. The girl, Amanda, she works the night shifts. Um, people start acting weird and crazy. Yeah, there's a vampire. That dude is scary as hell. He is really creepy. And so that came out in 1996. Um, so I would have been 11. That's pretty creepy for an 11-year-old. Yeah, that's really scary. Yeah, love that one. Uh, second favorite one is The Tale of the Twisted Claw. And I think I love that because it takes place on Halloween night. Well, the night before Halloween and then Halloween night, two boys harass the old lady. And she gives them a vulture foot. <laughs> I remember. Like oh. wishes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I remember that now. And curses, but so good. Um, and my number one favorite, it's probably, I mean, it is another vampire one, but uh, The Tale of Midnight Madness, Midnight Madness, with uh, oh. Nosferatu. Yeah, in the Nosferatu. theater, right? Yes, yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Dr. Vink with a buh, 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 helps, uh, <laughs> <laughs> helps them, um, uh, prevent themselves from closing by showing the the silent film and then Nosferatu comes out of the screen and yeah, that's pretty messed up. That that was in nineteen ninety three, you guys. Wow. I was eight. <laughs> oh my God, I feel so old now. <laughs> I know. And we we have Nick Splat right now, so I've just been like wearing it Plan out with the Free the Dark. They've got seasons one and two on there. Oh so lucky. Mine um but, I don't know this. Well, I didn't. I didn't go as deep as you. I don't know when they were released or anything. I know, I know the the like my favorite one was in the first season. Um, the second one, 
I don't even remember the title, but it was basically people have have accused um, um, M. Night Shyamalan for kind of ripping it off. But it was basically the boy dies and he doesn't know it. And like the girl was like, oh. you know, she can still see him at the school. Yes. And stuff. And then, uh-huh. Yes. Okay. I remember and, that. you know, when you're going growing up and you're figuring stuff out, either through church or whatever, you know, it's like, I mean, how would I know if I'm dead? I don't know. You know, so like that, just that thought of, yeah, you know, just being dead and not, just not knowing it and just, oh, I'm going to school every day for nothing because I'm, <laughs> I'm dead and no one knows it or whatever. Um, but the creepiest one for me was the, uh, the super specs. Um, the X-ray specs. Oh, that oh yeah. That is n- yeah. no joke. <laughs> I mean, I watched it sometime after we had started this show, um, so sometime within the last year, and I was still like, man, this is still creepy. So, <laughs> But I know that one was in the first season, but I don't know when the other one was. Um, and actually, the one that um, Kayla was just talking about, there was, um, and this kind of ties into it, but the, the Friday the 13th TV show, there was, a, there was an episode similar to that. It, it, it it was just a dollhouse. It wasn't really a doll, but there was all these uh, missing kids in a neighborhood, and these brother and sister had this dollhouse, and it was like one you would like buy at Lowe's or something. So it was like the small little pre-made thing. But then when they like got into it, it was just it was like a huge. It was like a mansion. So oh, it was like so cool. Yeah, so it was like in outside it looked really small, but indoors it was just vast. And basically, all your wishes came true. And so, like they were in this like it was like a black and white checkered floor, and they were getting all these toys. I mean, it was just this you know just unbelievable. And then the brother and sister hold hands and say, "We hate you," and then the house eats the kid. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> and, so dark. Yeah, yeah, and that's and and like where my grandmother lived, like right next door, their neighbor they she kind of had this like dollhouse and it was kind of small, like that, and so like that freaked me out. Um, but um, so yeah, that was kind of of a similar story. So, but um, awesome. But yeah, those were, you know, they were very spooky, you know, and like to be. <sighs> you know, in your teens or 10 to 12 or 15 or, you know, in, in that age range. I mean, it was definitely strange to see that uh, pretty much every week on Nickelodeon. Um, and, um, or I guess some of you, some of you were a little younger than that. So, um, it's just odd that there's not a steady, you know, supply of that stuff now. I mean, there's, you know, walking mm. dead and Bates motel and stuff like that, but that's, that's more like grown up stuff. You know, I don't know how many kids are watching that stuff. So, yeah, we were kind of talking about it earlier. And I think, um, well, I worked in a school library in Nashville and like the kids, middle school and younger, even high school kids, but they didn't read as much for fun, but all the little kids would be like, where are the scary books? Like they wanted to read scary books and that was what they wanted. And I'd be like, there's not a whole lot now. I mean, there are some books that are pretty scary for kids, but not the kind of level that you can consume like Goosebumps, where it's just like there are so many and you can just kind of go through all of them really quickly. And, you know, there might be one here or there, but then you read it and it's like, it's 
drama mixed in with some scary stuff or it's a mystery and there's something kind of scary, but not really. And, you know, I'll be like, how about this book? And they said, I already read it. It's not that it's not scary enough. And it's like, well, okay. Have you read Goosebumps? <laughs> They're like, yeah, yes. <laughs> like, Dang it. Okay. Classic stuff. <laughs> right. And, uh, but they want it so much. And I think we were talking about this earlier too, about like, uh, shows for kids that are kind of creepy or like animated shows that are kind of creepy. I feel like older kids watch those, not so much little, little guys or middle school or elementary school, like how we watched them when we were about that age. I just feel like they don't have that much stuff anymore. And I feel like that's a little, um, sad in a way, because I feel like they should be exposed to that sort of thing. Um, and it's, has a lot of imagination and it's fun. And it's interesting. And they just, I just felt like they didn't have enough when I was working in the library and I, I searched, I was like, give me all of the scary books. <laughs> and there just weren't, there just weren't enough. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's and like, at that yeah. age for a lot of them, like Stephen King's like over their head a little bit. Uh-huh. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Although I did see an awesome quote. I don't remember where I read it. But R.L. Stein met Stephen King at some point, and he said, I've heard that I am the literary training bra for you. <laughs> he said that to Stephen King, and Stephen King was like, I know. That's, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, got to get ready for, for Stephen King. I, I, I was doing that. some uh, research earlier, you know, like, I was like, PG horror, childhood, whatever, you know, Disney Channel used to do some fun you know, somewhat scary movies like Halloween Town, but mm-hmm. the one that stuck out was Don't Look Under the Bed, which <gasps> came out in 1999. Uh, but the people that, that were talking, about, you know, like the people that talked about it, um, they're, the only thing they said about it was there's a reason parents were so pissed off about this film when it premiered. <laughs> mm. I haven't <laughs> you know, like so long. Yeah. I, I don't even know if Disney still does stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I'm not really. I'm not really sure. I know there are some video games that the kids would play that were like kind of scary, but you know, and I don't know how much since they're. It's not that much to consume. There's only so many things that you can do within the game. You know, I, yeah. You know how much are they really getting? Or like creepy pasta stuff. You know, like yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. They probably read all of that stuff too. I'm sure. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever gets them reading. I was like, I don't care what you read. Just <laughs> tell me all your creepypastas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, with, with me being the, the token older guy, um, and I mean, <laughs> and, and you guys were around for it, whether or not you watched it or not. But I mean, I think we just kind of grew up at a really good time because, you know, horror really boomed in the eighties and nineties. And, um, you know, there was a time where studios were like, you know, we need a, we need an Oscar, you know, bait movie. We need a romantic comedy and we need a horror movie. I mean, it was like, Mm -hmm. that was the, the, the thought process, but especially in the late eighties and early nineties, they had a lot of the syndicated um, shows. And I know I've talked about them before, but like Freddie's nightmares, there was a nightmare on Elm street show, um, Friday of the Thirteenth, the series that you know that was a show. Tales from the Dark Side, Monsters. Uh, Mon- uh, Tales from the Dark Side, the TV show is actually on Shutter right now. Um, I watched the first episode 
called Trick or Treat. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was um, it was written by one of the big ones, either John Carpenter or Toby Hooper or um, I don't think it was Wes Craven. But anyways, one of the big guys. Oh, it, frick! It was George Romero. George Romero wrote that oh. the first episode. <laughs> Um, and, um, and Monsters is on Amazon Prime. And then also Tales from the Crypt, which that got a little, that was a little bit more adult, but, um, you know, in the, the mid nineties, I was a little bit older. So I was, you know, checking some of that stuff out, but you would have like big name actors on like Tales from the Crypt, you know, like they would go be guests on, on that show and stuff. Um, and, um, of course, Goosebumps was really big, and it was just, there was just so much that you could access, so it's it's kind of weird now that you have more access to this stuff, but there's not as much content, you know? It's yeah, it's kind of strange. Well, the content is, is different, and it's made by people who are not, um, like, it's like crowdsourcing it, right? So it's like anybody can write it and put it up on the internet, and is it good? Maybe you might find a couple of good ones, you know? Um, and it's not really like super visual, so you can't really get it. And like the kids were all obsessed with like slender man a few years ago. Um, like those kind of creepy pastas, but it's, yeah, it's not quite the same as far as booming. Um, as much of like as much of a boom as we had when we were kids. I think it was just that time where, yeah, I mean, I, I, there's just no way that someone would do a Freddy TV show now with, with Robert Englund in full makeup for, <laughs> sure, you know, for right. like two seasons, you know, cause I mean that makeup is not cheap. And I think it was just, you know, everything was booming. So like, screw it. Let's just do this TV show called monsters and let's, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so I think it was just the success was kind of rolling downhill. So like, um, because all these m- movies were killing it, they're just like, well, let's try this. Let's try this. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think there's only like thinking about like kid horror now, there's only Coraline that I thought was actually scary. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think Coraline is terrifying, actually. It is crazy. And, eyeballs. And I, is yes, with the weird eyeballs. buttons. <laughs> and I love, I love Neil Gaiman, the writer, anyway, and he's amazing. But I thought that that was truly scary. And I think that, like, the kid stuff that they have now is missing something that's deeply scary and, like, a kind of fairy tale or weird or kind of off like we were talking about before way mm-hmm. and just they're just missing that but Coraline was really scary I don't know if everybody's seen it but it's it's terrifying <laughs> yeah that one was good yeah, yeah I was gonna piggyback off the witches tale uh conversation and I mean the big ones we haven't mentioned of course dark dark crystal and labyrinth um mm-hmm. and those obviously yeah. aren't horror but they were freaking really scary like labyrinth starts off with a girl's baby brother getting kidnapped you know what i mean like right off yeah, the bat yeah. like, oh shit but then she gets picked up by david bowie and be like oh bye little brother yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah. i'm an only yeah. child <laughs> yeah, right yeah. 
Yeah, I was gonna I'll say, just stay like, here with you. Yeah, I was gonna say Little Monsters. Little Monsters. I love is on that list. movie. Yeah, that's a good one. That's oh, so man. good. That is that's one like, of my favorites. Oh, so good. And mm. like the original Frank and Weenie, mm-hmm. Black and White oh, from the eighties. Yeah. I like the oh. sh- I like the original short God. better than the the claymation oh. or whatever. Same. Oh yeah. yeah, it made such an impact on me. It was mm-hmm. so sad, but then so happy. Yeah. Okay, I have a I have a quick question for you guys. Okay. Um, do you consider Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? It's <gasps> a great question. So tricky. Christmas. Um, <laughs> I, I watch it I both think times, but it does get me in a Christmassy mood. I don't yeah. know. I don't, yes. and maybe it's because I don't need to be put into a Halloween mood. I'm just always in a Halloween mood, <laughs> but I always have to get into like a Christmas feeling. And that one, I feel like Jack Skellington is learning about Christmas. And I think like that movie kind of opens up Christmas for me every year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want, I want all opinions before I continue. Um, I, I mean, I I read an interview and I think the the writer of the the movie said it was a Halloween movie, so I, I'm kind of it's kind of a coin flip, you know. I've watched it. Um, that was my reveal. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry, I didn't know that's where you were going with it. <laughs> um, I can it. I can edit this out if you want to. We can go back. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> I'll I just like Christmas I'll just take with, a drink of my water. Thank you. With Gremlins, like I love Gremlins to my core, but I watch it in Christmas time. Yeah, it takes yeah. <laughs> and that one, I mean, that's I think that's on the list too. I mean, it's it's definitely pretty. There's some scary moments in there. Um, I need to go back and watch the second one. I've been seeing, and I I think I saw the second one at the theaters. I think my my mom took me and my brother um, the first one. I was too young, but um, so I've seen it, but I just don't. I don't know. I've just been seeing online like all these articles and stuff, people like praising it and stuff, and um, you know, I just I don't remember it being that good. I do remember Hulk Hogan being in it in like full on Hulk gear. Um, like it looks like he, he was walking to the ring and took a left and went into a movie theater. So, I mean, it's like, he's like the wrestler Hulk Hogan. So that's kind of strange, but, um, but yeah, like that, I had the ones I had written down were, well, witches we've already talked about. Um, once bitten with Jim Carrey, um, it's a vampire movie. Um, it's, it's probably more of like a teenager um, horror movie, I guess, because it's dealing with like virginity and all this kind of stuff. But I watched it as a kid, so. Um, but that's, you know, it's not really terrifying or anything. It's just kind of spooky. Um, Spaced Invaders is super underrated. We were talking about this before, but it's um, basically aliens come to Earth on Halloween, and I'll try not to butcher this. They are uh, doing a radio broadcast of War of the Worlds. And they just so happen to come through when that's playing. Um, but I remember, I think I saw that on ABC. I think they showed it on TGIF one Friday around Halloween. Like that was the whole block was just that movie. Um, or it might have been on another night. But anyways, I think ABC showed it. Um, so that one always stood out to me. It was, you know, dealing with aliens and all that kind of stuff. But it was kind of spooky. You know, it was more 
it wasn't really scary. Um, Ernest Scared Stupid, classic. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, that one is <laughs> so good. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. Oh, gosh. I, mean, I rewatched it when we did the horror list last year. I was like, oh, my God, this movie is so ridiculous. <laughs> like, why is Ernest friends with middle schoolers? Like, yeah. <laughs> Like what is what is what is happening? I don't know. It's very weird. I just I don't I don't know why it doesn't get the same kind of love that like Hocus Pocus does. I mean it's just so it's so good. Mm. Um out of control. Yeah. <laughs> and then um the 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 numero uno of course is Monster Squad. Um I mean combining the Goonies with Universal Monsters is just awesome and again not super scary but there are like dracula blows up his dad's partner in the car like holy shit that's wild and he also blows up the uh the clubhouse and um the 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 transformation scenes with the wolfman were pretty pretty wild Mm, yeah and um so and i i've i've told this story already but i got in trouble with my girlfriend at the time Uh, i was like fourth grade maybe or fifth i was i was like way young but i basically asked her if she was a virgin because i didn't (laughs) i was like that's awesome hey we're watching monster squad this is awesome i got this girlfriend hey are you virgin we're gonna kill monsters and she basically (laughs) just kind of turns to let hey mom am i a virgin or like hocus pocus i didn't know what the black virgin candle was Mm. I just like took it. Candle, and that was that's a thing that I tried to tell like parents all the time. It's just like if your kid doesn't know what it is, it just goes right over their head. Like I just I didn't even ask about like what does that mean. It was just like okay, yeah, and just right over the head. (laughs) It was like way later until I like one day you just freeze in the middle of whatever you're doing and you're like 20 and you're like wait. How did I miss that? <laughs> did y'all, um, this is not horror related, but this is a perfect example of that. Did y'all catch the, in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, when the neighbor kisses the sister and the brother asks where he learned that and he said French class? And then at the end of the movie, he's like, oh, I get it, French uh-huh. class, like French kissing. <laughs> it took me like 15 years to get that. Like I, I <laughs> no clue. I was like, I don't get it. Like I'm not taking French class in high school. Like I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. And then, <laughs> and then you're right. Like way down there, like, Oh, French kiss, French class. Got it. I don't know. I was going to throw out there when orgy, the band first came out. <laughs> and this, I was like, this, I love this, this song conversation orgy. took a weird turn. Yeah, yeah. it did. <laughs> <laughs> I remember telling my mom that I was like, I love this song. It's Blue Monday about orgy, and I didn't know what orgy meant, and she was like horrified. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we don't know. Like we're just yeah, like, yeah, well, whatever. I'll <laughs> just, never forget that. <laughs> we, we started. Um, yeah. we started with David Bowie and some tight pants. Um, and now we're talking <laughs> about, that, talking about that orgy. conversation. I, I would like to throw out there that one of my best friends, uh, she was like frightened by David Bowie's package in the labyrinth. <laughs> yeah. And she's a lesbian now. Hmm. So well, there, there you, go. you go. You mean, you mean his cod, his cod piece. His cod piece. <laughs> it's very, it could either make you very straight 
like yeah, yeah. me or it can make you very yeah. not straight. That's the deciding factor. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what, that's what determines it. <laughs> How do you well, react okay. to this? Yeah. I think, I think I mentioned this kidding, when but we, obviously, but still, but still, I, th- I think when we, um, when we mentioned oh, this, we haven't before. even mentioned yet the scariest movie of all time, oh. which is return to Oz. Oh, <laughs> oh my man. gosh. Yes. Ugh. The funny thing with that so is that it was, um, that's like a, I think that's Disney. I think Disney put that out and they're like, screw it. What do we care? And I mean, like it's, I don't know if, well, I, everyone just assumed it was going to be like a pretty straightforward sequel. And, uh, yeah, I did. And I was traumatized. <laughs> yeah. It definitely was not. Yes. Absolutely not. When that lady has all the heads in the place I don't even remember half of it, but just I'm going to take your head or something. And yes. Oh, the, the, oh, it's so scary. And like Dorothy's giving like electroshock therapy. Yes. Oh it's my so God. weird. Like, why, I know. Why would you make this for children? <laughs> it's very, yeah. oh my God. Okay. I'm so glad that you guys understand. Cause I feel like yes. in, in these conversations, it doesn't often get brought up, but like, Let's be real. It was very traumatizing when you expect to see like Dorothy going back to see her friends. Yeah, it's uh, not lighthearted. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. There's no Emerald City anymore. Everyone you love is dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this ties into that pretty well. Did Did anyone see uh, the Watcher in the Woods? Yes. <gasps> I don't remember much about it honestly, but I do remember it was like aliens somehow involved awesomeness. It was just, yeah. I just remember it being like very scary, but very awesome. Well, that was also Disney. Um, they remade it last year and, um, the, the lead of the witches, Angelica Houston is in it. (gasps) I love her. Yeah. She's so perfect. I just saw that that was remade last year. So interesting. I'll probably have to check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. If you Google it, there was an article. Um, somebody might have been bloody disgusting. I don't know, but for for about six or like six to eight years, um, Disney just put out these like nightmare fuel films. Like, <laughs> yeah, and they just like they yes. didn't they didn't care. And like I think the last one was Return to Oz, but um, Watching the Woods. Um, uh, I think they lit, they they kind of put in the Black Cauldron because it was a cartoon, mm. and that one was kind of um, what was the what was that one that they did with the Rock, that's Witch Mountain, Escape from Witch Mountain. Yes, that was a good one. I can't remember if the first one was in that group or not, but for just a like nothing like that would fly now with Disney. Like, oh no, no way, way. Yeah. right? Um, <laughs> yeah, but so this is kind of tied into. <laughs> Um, so we, we kind of mentioned obviously nightmare before Christmas. That's actually about to celebrate its 25th anniversary. So that was a good, good pick. Um, Mm -hmm. and also, um, Hocus Pocus just celebrated its 25th anniversary. Um, do you consider, um, Edward Scissorhands horror ish? Ish. I I think it has some, it has some elements of it, but I see it as like, a kind of fantasy more like fantasy, yeah, almost like romantic. 
Um, it always reminded me way. of like a modern universal monster, you know, like, yeah. um, like, yeah, he's like misunderstood and sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's yeah. those, like if, if you go watch Dracula, it's not, it doesn't have the same impact that it did a hundred years ago. And same thing with like uh-huh. Edward Scissorhands. It's, but know. I will say like, we're not supposed to be afraid of Edward, like right from the beginning, like we know that he's good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of is, makes it not so much horror is that he's he's he just is unfortunate looking (laughs) and it's everybody else around him that's horrible because they treat him so badly um but yeah i don't know i just i don't really see it as that so much it's like fantasy i guess i just i just think it's too it's so sweet i don't know um not sure yeah the uh, the part where he's doing the ice and she starts dancing like that whole oh, that whole Danny oh Elfman that music <laughs> it's the most is ro- just it's the most romantic thing that's ever yeah. been in film <laughs> basically um, it's like oh my god it's like Casablanca for me <laughs> I just think it's so perfect <laughs> um, so well yeah well that's. I mean, those are like the high points for me. Um, yeah, I feel like we scratched scratched a surface of it because there there's a lot, but yeah, we hit the high points. Um, yeah, good stuff. Um, and I think even like going back to like with with Joe Bob, you know, like when when he had his show, I mean, he was showing like like R rated stuff predominantly, but it was all edited for TV. So even that kind of you know made it more pg i guess you know mm-hmm. um so being able to watch stuff like that under under his watch i guess played a part in it as well but yeah but i mean there was for me i you know the cliche is always the the girls play with dolls and the boys whatever and so i don't know if, if you guys were reading comic books when you were younger or not i didn't i personally didn't have any like girlfriends that watched read comic books when i was little it's very common now of course but um so i read you know i had uh the fright night comics and um there was actually oh this one's not super horror, obviously, but Ghostbusters, um, definitely in, in that realm. Cause it is kind of ghost and spooky and, um, you know, they had the cartoon and the comic books and the very, very bad video game for Nintendo. And, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think it was, I think one of y'all said it. I mean, there's, there was a lot of, it covered a lot of the media, basically. I mean, comic books, normal books, magazines, TV, movies. I mean, just there was everywhere you turn, there was something. And it's kind of, I think what Kayla was saying, it, it definitely packed more of a punch than at least what I've seen here nowadays. You know, um, nothing really compares to a lot of the PG stuff that we had. Um, so, yeah, I feel like you could get away with more back then. Um, maybe parents weren't watching so closely. Yeah, <laughs> it's very possible. Um, but yeah, I, I some of that it. too, you know, the, like with the FCC, like after the, uh, I mean, this didn't affect us obviously, but like after the Super Bowl with Justin Timberlake and J- Janet Jackson, they definitely, 
you know, you saw a shift in things and content mm. and, you know, definitely things got more conservative. And, um, so I think, I think that's, I think that's a good analogy, like, or analysis that back then a lot more stuff just kind of, they let it fly. So, um, but yeah, so I think it's one of those, Oh, um, I want to take just a little bit and talk about, um, I think at some point we'll probably dedicate a whole episode to this, but I think we were, I think Lena was going to, we we're going to mention like the TGIF stuff. Oh, um, yes. Just because the kids don't know about it, man. I mean, TGIF was like, that's what you did, you know? Um, I know. My yeah. routine would be either I'd go to a friend's house or they'd come over, we'd watch, we'd go mm-hmm. to the video store, probably get two movies, maybe one, um, get a pizza get home, watch TGIF until 2020 came on and then popped in the horror movie <laughs> and then went to bed. Yes. And, yes. um, I know. The, and they're like somewhat bringing it back in October, but I mean, of course it's not the same. Yeah. But they, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. yeah. no. Uh, well, and they've been kind of doing this TGIT thing. The, oh yeah. You know, but in Shondaland or whatever, but, um, but TGIF, like they, they, killed it pretty much every year for Halloween. Um, So. Yeah. My favorite overall was The Boy Meets World and then there was Sean. Oh, I love that one. So good. You know what's funny? (laughs) I gotta gotta check because I can't remember for sure but I think that episode wasn't shown at Halloween. I mean, that doesn't have any it doesn't have any bearing on this, this conversation but it's just funny mm-hmm. because I I I could swore that it came out around Halloween. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, and, I think you're right. Yeah. I can't remember when, but I love that one. I love Who's Afraid of Corey Wolf and Corey. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Family Matters Urkel when he has Stevel, the little like Rolling <gasps> doll. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah. my brothers. We loved that show and we loved that episode. And they had bunk beds at the time. We were they were really little. And my, my youngest brother would he'd go little Lyrical. and the other <laughs> brother would like lose it, just terrified. Yeah. <laughs> they had to have been like four and five. Like they were really little. That's awesome. Like scaring each other. It was awesome. I love but that, that was really scary. Yeah. Home Improvement had a, a ton of really oh, cool they Halloween were, stuff. Yeah, they <laughs> They're were. on top of it. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, you guys, I do miss those had days. the scariest one. Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. Did you say Roseanne? Roseanne was terrifying. Yeah. Oh, Roseanne yeah. was terrifying. And, and Fright Rags, did a, they did a release last year of, of that. Um, they had like three different episodes or you know scenes from the episodes yeah the, her, roseanne and um home improvements were very good and then point i think there was a, a full house one that was pretty good on tgif and um the was it step by step maybe I think uh, that was on TGIF. Yeah, I think, yeah. and I can't remember the specifics, but I just remember 
I, there was one year where like every single show did one and it was all like really good. And, um, yeah. but yeah, Roseanne, I went back last year before she came out as racist and watched <laughs> all of her, all the, the, the Halloween mm-hmm. ones and Darlene's, uh, costumes were awesome. She always like <laughs> just killed it. Um, but, um, yeah. And you, I mean, you kind of see stuff like that now, you know, like they'll like, like a modern family. They're, they're like setting up for like a Halloween party, you know, but it's not really the same thing. You know, it's just, it's kind of the background. It's not like the main part of the episode or whatever. So, um, I'll tell you what I miss most about that. And I feel like Joe Bob kind of brought it back this year was you had to be in front of your TV at a certain time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. I feel like Like, that was really nice. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's fun. That's gives you something to look forward to. And, Kind of like a challenge (laughs) these days. (laughs) That was complicated because I had, well, I was out of town. That was the number one thing. But then I had, um, I think I originally signed up for Shutter through Amazon. So that way it just comes out of, uh, I guess, your Amazon account or whatever. And then, like, when you go to Amazon, it lists your channels, and then you just watch the channel through Amazon. But you couldn't, they didn't support the live, like, Shutter TV. So I had to cancel that and then subscribe through Shutter. So then, when I was out of town, I I watched or attempted to watch it. And, but then when I got back into town, my uh, Amazon Fire Stick doesn't support Shutter. So I had to cancel it through Shutter and get it back on Amazon. There's just, it's a lot of like jumping through hoops, but we still love Shutter. It's, they're awesome. So, um, so yeah, well, I think this was a pretty good episode. Um, I think, uh, we could probably, um, my vision is like at some point just do like a TV horror. And I think we could like focus on, like the TGIF episodes that were the best and like some of those, uh, like Freddy's nightmares and Friday the 13th and stuff like that. I I think maybe there's a enough there for another episode. So, uh, maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. Um, so yeah, does, um, I probably should ask this before we were recording. Does anybody have any shout outs this week? Mm. Nah, <laughs> not for me anyway. Not that I could think of. I love all y'all, but I can't think about when <laughs> shout out right now. Yeah. So, little, um, little brain yeah, fart. <laughs> have I ever? Has I ever? Sh- uh, they've predetermined a shout out. I don't remember if I've ever done that before. I don't think so. Um, I mean, I was on one of their episodes not too long ago, so we can. Yeah, we can do that. I mean. Shout out to my boy Garrett. I know he actually listens. Um, and go listen to Predetermined. It is a wrestling podcast. Um, I would actually like to have Garrett on here sometime soon because uh, we just went to go see that movie Slice, which was oh, yeah, cool, very underwhelming. But oh. he's kind of become my movie buddy because me and Aaron. 
Aaron and him and his wife all live very close. So we've been going to uh, to movies together. So I'll probably have him. Maybe we can get him to come guest spot on here. Yeah, we talked about the uh, the wrestling, um, you know, themed episode, but now like we know a lot more people that have wrestling podcasts. So like, (laughs) I don't know how we're going to pick because, you know, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you go check them out, um, the, their live episode from all in, which if you don't know what that is, it's, it was a big independent wrestling show. Um, they pulled me up on to the stage, like the last like four minutes of the show. So I'm, I'm pretty big. Um, I will, I will say this. Um, I got to hang out with them pretty much the whole weekend um, and, and Queen of the Ring, Alex, of course. And um, um, he did say that I have a soothing voice, which was... Um, <laughs> that's very nice. It is very nice. Oh, I was not you're a good compliment. That. And that's um, coming from somebody, Garrett has arguably the best radio voice ever. Yeah, he has a very good radio voice. Um, but he said he'll start our episode... And go to like with his so headphones funny. and stuff, and so like what I guess when I'm rambling, it, it it says it's soothing. He says he always comes back and finishes. He doesn't, you know. But anyways, it was it was it was nice of him to say that. <laughs> um, so sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say I. This episode kind of snuck up on me. Um, I'm sure y'all probably think the same, but I've been so swamped with. Um, the monsters ball thing and, and, and getting sponsors and, um, the thing I mentioned earlier about the website. And so I, I, I've talked to people, um, you know, we're getting to the point where people are, you know, wanting shout outs and talking about like advertising for, you know, paying us to, to, you know, post stuff on Instagram and stuff. So, I mean, we're starting to get kind of like, we're getting a lot of stuff thrown at us. So, I apologize because I know somebody has mentioned, you know, us giving them a shout out. And I, you know, I just, I've, I've been swamped. So next episode, we'll make sure we have a nice clean list of people that we want to shout out. And, um, you know, we won't, we won't neglect that. We like doing that. So, um, so yeah, um, I think that's, I think that's it i mean i didn't mess up the names at the beginning and um, <laughs> it's already it was already successful right from the start yeah. of that so. um, <laughs> to be the man good. you gotta beat the man yeah. <laughs> we, we had a healthy Woo. mention of healthy mention of wrestling throughout um <laughs> yeah. so. we checked all our yeah. boxes <laughs> so yeah so the next episode will probably be in october which means we will be in the thick of it. And um, hopefully hopefully by the end of next week, the last full week of September, we're going to release our movie list for Halloween. Um, I think I'm the only one that hasn't finished it, honestly. The girls are way, <laughs> way ahead of that. Yeah. So, um, Get it together. Jeez. I know. I know. I'm a slacker. And don't so, forget our uh, Saw event. The full you. moon. Yeah. Why don't you plug that? On the 29th at 7 p.m. Nice. <laughs> is that right? That is right. Um, and. Y'all can hang. There's going to be some trivia before. Yes. 
Um, if you like Lena's Fun Facts, you should come out because we will have an interactive Lena's Fun Facts. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I think like the winner, we're going to, I don't know, you'll get a poster or a shirt or something. We'll, we'll get, high fives. Yeah, high fives. <laughs> um, Best bumps. But Wait, yeah, get, get there a little early. Um, we're going to try that just to see what happens. Um, the last show we did was uh, Big Trouble Little China. It was sold out. So hopefully That's we so have a big fun. show this time. I did find out, though, I think there's a big concert that night. So that's that may be a hindrance, um, which in Nashville, there's always a big concert. So. Um, and then we got to look at what movies we're going to do for October. Um, depending on where it lands, it may just be me and Lena. Um, K- KB's kind of all over the place in October. And of course we mentioned last episode, Kayla moved to New York. So, um, yeah, I am doing lots of things in October. Yes. Yeah. October's but like Halloween the Halloween funnest month. is considered work. So that is true. Yes. That is true. <laughs> That's true. Um, she's going to have an in-depth report for us when she returns with with that because she's the only one going, which is oh, – that makes me super – I really thought I was going to go back this year because um, it's been five years since I went, and it just didn't happen. So that's the way it goes. But you'll go, and you'll, you'll have a report for us. I'm nervous, fam. I'm very nervous. <sighs> Man. Now, remind me again. I know you don't like haunted houses, but, I mean, you've gone in them, right? Or have you never gone nope. in one? you never gone in not one before? Since, not since I was in high school. I've oh. refused. So I have not been to inside of a haunted house since probably the year of 2005 or 2006. Mm. I mean, some of the stuff at Horror Nights isn't that bad, really. Um, but, uh, Yeah. Yeah, I watched some YouTube vids before I went just to give an, get an idea <laughs> of what to expect. It's scary. That might help. <laughs> but it's Stranger Things, so how bad can it be? Yeah. And I got the best shirt ever for it. So. That's true. That Steve, that Steve Harrington is the babysitter, uh, and it looks like a horror movie poster. Amazing. Oh, best amazing? shirt ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's incredible yeah. to you. Um, so, yeah. So, we got stuff happening. And um, uh, I think Kayla is going to do our socials real quick. Yeah. We are everywhere. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Mostly Instagram, though, at Music City Horror. Um, we also have our own personal ones, which are listed on there, too. So, if you want to follow us, that's always really fun, too. Um and hit us up sometime. We love talking about horror, especially after this comes out. Like we'd love to talk about movies that you liked when you were a kid or movies that are kid movies that you have enjoyed recently that maybe we miss. Like, let us know. Just, we love talking to you guys on Instagram, especially. That's true. Um, I put up a, on, on our Instagram page on the, if you click under our names, we have links to like, takes you right to the iTunes page and various stuff. But we're now on um, a site called Radio Public. And it just, from the feedback I'm hearing, it, it's one of the better, like, Android um, podcast players. 
So if you oh, don't nice. if you don't have a default uh, player um, on um, Android, that's a good one to check out. Um, we're still on like Stitcher and uh, Indie Popcorn and all the other ones. Uh, the only one we're still not on is uh, Spotify. So we'll we'll crack that code at some point. I don't know. It's a long process, it seems. So. Yeah, but that's all for this episode, and I guess we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Hello. Bye. Adios.